Put on your second monitor. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Tuesday Night Gaming Podcast with uh, myself, ZJ, uh, Zach, Alana, and Matt. Hello. And unfortunately, no Jay this week. <laughs> hey, everybody. Uh, Jay is feeling under the weather. And we will miss him because there was a lot that needed explanation in this week's episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi. I'm sure that Jay is going to listen to this episode and just be wishing he was here to tell <laughs> us exactly what we were looking at. Because um, I know that a lot of the references went past me and I'm sure that they went past all of us. Also, we're playing Fortnite. Yes. We're playing Obi-Wan Kenobi episode four out of six. Yes. Episode four. This is the Barely... shortest episode yet. Yeah, it did mm. seem very short. Thir- 35 minutes? Something like that. Mm. Almost as short as little Leia. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Matt. Um, so we open with an injured Obi-Wan getting put on the ship, flashing in and out of consciousness, and getting dumped into a Bacta tank where he's got the vaporator that breathes like Vader and causes his flashbacks? It wasn't clear the same. Me. Don't you see? They're the same. Yeah, I like the duality with the breathing. <laughs> yeah. And they're both in the tanks. But I was but like, if back to tanks are so great, why is Darth Vader all fucked up? <laughs> yeah, I know. There's only so Maybe much they can do. A better one. But it also oh, man, occur- I'm channeling my inner day. There's only so much they can do. <laughs> it also occurred to me, though, that um, it, this is the only Hayden Christensen we're going to see, whereas he's all like messed up, but he doesn't have any hair. Uh, we may see a flashback. I mean, we've, I guess, seen flashbacks of him, but... Yeah, and we've already seen him in like Jedi mode as that oh. ghost. <clears throat> right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. But that might that might be the only time we see his face. Mm-hmm. And there's not a thing that I would change. I've just <laughs> seen his face that I can't forget. Um yeah, so uh Obi-Wan gets dragged in, but he climbs crawls himself out of it. Um Yeah, that was pretty badass. Yeah, apparently like, no, I have to help Leia. I, I liked that his first words were, Where's Leia? Or, I don't know, maybe those were a second. But still, um, seemed like a yeah, good... Uh... Yeah, and Indira Varma says, oh, wait, you're not done healing, which is the classic action movie thing. And, ah. she pre- and if you missed it once, don't worry, she'll say it again another 50 times. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but it doesn't I think seem it's like three or four, him. but still feels... <laughs> yeah. Um, but he seems fine. I mean, well, he seems the way he was. <laughs> yeah, he seems yeah. better. When he fights, he's like, he does a better job. Yeah, he he's does. Getting, he's getting back in the saddle, I guess. It's almost like we're seeing a change in his character at this point. Whoa, Aww. like he's going through an arc? No. <laughs> Something. That can't be it. He's going through a tournament arc. Um, <laughs> all right, so, and then we're introduced to the, like, three people who live on Jabim, apparently, who are Roken and two other people. Yeah, rebels are we. Um, yeah. No, they're not there's, rebels. There's a guy who's like, there's no way I'm helping you. Yep. And he says, you don't know about the Empire. I'm like, this guy probably does. He's like, yeah, I do. Actually, I will help you. Yeah. Very easily convinced. <laughs> he was. I got the impression, um, and apparently this bothered people online, I read. I actually, like, on my first watch through, got the impression that he wanted to help Obi-Wan. How about the, like, kind of portly guy? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, the, the 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 heavy set guy, I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah, he's like, I, you know, why should I help you? Or he's like, I'm never, go- I'm not going to help you. We need a lot of other people need help. He kind of lists his reasons for not helping, but I, 
I don't remember if he actually specifically says, I won't help you. And he also, I noticed on rewatch, calls Obi-Wan general. Yes, yeah, I also I was, noticed that. Oh, I didn't I notice was like, that. Nice. This guy is our new favorite. Uh, but, I think he makes the point that he's like, Leia's not even a Jedi. There's Jedi being hunted all over the place. They need our help more than she does. Yep. And at this point, I was expecting Obi-Wan to say, she's rich. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't. I did not expect that. There What's w- even the point? And also, it's just like the classic hiding from the Nazis thing where having Obi-Wan there puts everybody else at risk. So it's mm-hmm. a moral dilemma. Mm. Uh-huh. So, yeah, moral, so moral dilemma. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so I, I was reminded of the first episode where the Inquisitor says it's like an itch. Like mm-hmm. this guy, I don't he know. He's in help. the business of helping people. Someone needs his help. How much can he really resist? that desire to help them. Wait, and when you, when you say this guy, you're talking about the other guy, right? Roken, yeah. Roken, Not Wade. Okay. Not Wade, who seems to have no agency in this entire episode. Is Wade the Asian woman? <laughs> no, Wade's the no. guy who dies in the snowspeater. Uh, spoilers! Spoilers! Yeah, we've all seen the episode! Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Because <laughs> um, yes. Zach and I were like, who just died? Was it that one guy? And then he shows up later and we're like, oh no, I guess not. So before <laughs> they talk to those all those people, they also, we cut to our other Point, plot point of this episode, which is, I, uh, what's her name? Third sister. Reva. Third sister interrogating Leia. Oh yeah. my god, there was a <laughs> there was a really funny comment online. Well, not really funny, kind of funny. Where it's like you needed a, an adult present, or her testimony is inadmissible, inadmissible in court. Womp womp. Womp womp. Yeah. This I, part. Yeah. Go ahead, DJ. I thought it was very funny when Reva tries to be the good cop because she's so bad at it. <laughs> I think this this part really I I it turns the corner for me about Reva Reva. I, I didn't think she did a good job at this part. She's and not it, very and, threatening, and it's it's a little bit hard because the writing is not very good. It's like it's like very. I think it's very, eventually it becomes like very over the top bad guy. Like the part where she's like, I hope you like pain. Something yeah. like that. <laughs> That's the quintessential example. But I think the thing about, the thing about her delivery is it's very like monotone. And I think to pull off those kind of bad guy lines, you need to be like completely over the top, like Chaotica. Like, I hope you like, <laughs> like super scenery chewing. And she didn't do that. And as a result, it was just kind of like, Flat. You, you can't really, don't really buy it. Well, yeah. I, yeah, I could also see it if like she was uncomfortable. I, I could also see it if, if she was just very like robotic. Like, I hope you. I, well, okay, maybe not. <laughs> no, I, I know I hope that like you monotone, like an ice cold kind of evil, like, like a torturer droid. You. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. But so people, or sorry, people online were also made the point where if she just wanted to know more about the path, maybe she shouldn't have killed that rebel who was coming to pick up Leia. Mm, yeah, that's a great point. The guy in the snowspeater? No, the, guy the guy who is- actually, like, maybe knows the route? <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, the other that thing, guy? <laughs> I was hoping Jay would be here to explain why she thinks Leia knows anything about the path. Yeah, that's true, because if she's just a kid yeah. on the run, she I just probably don't under- I just do not understand. I don't know anything about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we we happen to know as the audience that Leia mm-hmm. was told about it. Yeah, but she was told like only that it exists, and it's it's like you know, there's a difference between knowing that the path exists and knowing where you know where all 
their stuff right. is, right? Their yep. hidden rebel bases. She doesn't know where that is. It's on okay. Dantooine. Now, um, a part of the way that they convince Roken is um, they say, oh, Leia knows everything. Um, you know, she knows where, uh, where this place is, and if we don't get her, then they'll find us. Is that right. then untrue? Were, were, were they making that up so that he would help them? I, I don't actually remember. It doesn't seem true. I don't, I don't know why they would ever tell Leia anything about their hidden rebel base. I don't know I why thought, they would tell her anything. I thought they told her where they were going, like what yeah, planet they were so. going to, but that was it. I mean, it well, seemed like a bad idea at the time, and in hindsight it was. So, so guys, <laughs> so if I can jump in here, I feel like Reva would believe that Leia is very close with Obi-Wan. He would tell her stuff. That makes sense. Yeah. It's like an itch. We'll just use that for every explanation. Now. Somebody on the right. I just went into another dimension. She got me. Zach's down. So, so here's Uh-oh. the question, though, that I have for you guys, which is, how did the rebels know that Leia was on, if not Mustafar, then that water world that's close to Mustafar? Um, I think that that's kind of where Inquisitors take people. Yeah, it's, the their, it's their base. It's like a poorly kept secret, but that's where they're. Okay. Yeah. Um. The the online I read a thread like right before this. So people said that Cal something had broken into the yep. space before. Is that was that in Rebels? That was in um, Jedi Fallen Order. Aha. Um. Which oh, is nice. a good point. And there's more of that that I want to bring up later. So as the well. shameless kid did it. Shameless kid. Yeah, the guy who does the mocap in Fallen Order was on Shameless. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. I thought you meant that he had no shame. Maybe he doesn't. Oh, good point. We gotta go res Zach. Yeah, we gotta go find a... Wait, uh, further? So, guys, I I will say that Leia, the actor, is looking more... She's doing a better job of looking scared in these interrogation scenes. (laughs) I bet Matt Uh, didn't think so. I like (laughs) when she was like, I'll never tell you! I really don't think so. Really, really, really. I like that our first instinct is to tell people that her dad's a senator. Yeah, I like that. that made, I mean, that made sense. Her writing was was okay. Also, she's like, I'm going to give you, you know, Reva's like, I'm going to, she just can't even convince Leia that she's going to be scary, much less the no. audience. Uh, so I actually thought that this is a DJ, um, help. an intended shortcoming in Reva's abilities. We've seen Reva not be good at a number of things, and I think this is one of them. I think she's just really bad at interrogating especially a small child who does not fear her um <laughs> yeah, reva doesn't always make the best decisions <laughs> no no also, we've like, seen that before they don't have facial recognition in the empire they didn't like scan her no they don't no i mean no i reva knows who she is she's the one who kidnapped her in the first place mm, that's true no, i don't know if reva does know who she is yeah because oh, she is the one who kidnapped her in the first place <laughs> she's the one who kidnapped her she's like i'll get bail organa's daughter as bait she has a relationship with obi-wan she did yeah that's yes. right yes okay, well, he's <laughs> causing an international incident yeah yep. but she doesn't care because all she cares about but is results. that's that's what the rest of you sound like another inquisitor a lot <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, care more yeah. about relations than about finding kenobi uh they're running <laughs> so, a government here you know we see a couple of times reva being really bad i mentioned this specifically but she's really bad at the good cop she's like we're on the same team. We all need to help each other. And I think They're she says something else to yeah. like, oh, yeah. the, these, the first time she interviews Leia, she says something like, 
oh, the people who left, who I'm looking for, left Obi-Wan to die. So she's like trying to convince her that, you know, she should betray these people and stuff. And it's really, I, I think it's, she's not good at that. She's not good at that kind of emotional manipulation. And, you know, it, it could also just be bad writing or bad um, line reading or something. But the, my impression was it was a deliberate reflection on her character. But that's no, just my I, I don't buy that, but that's all right. It could no, be. Right. I, I'd rather it be like that than just her being bad at other things. Just keep she keep, she keeps getting away with it. I think she just put her points into something other than charisma. Yeah, that, that's for exactly. That, I think that's the perfect way to put it. <laughs> yeah, I All can right. see that. So um, the, sorry, oh, yeah. did you go, go on? No, no, no. Go ahead. I think you were going to say what I was going to say. Okay, so the plan is Indira Varma is going to bluff her way into the Citadel. Yeah, as an officer. Mm-hmm. Oh, but they also mention um, that they could fly in on the T-47s. And I'm like, yeah, it's Chekhov's T-47s. Wow, and you knew what those were? What's yeah, of course. Those are snow speeders. <laughs> oh. Yep. I did. I forgot it'll, that. It'll take a lo- longer time to evacuate the T-47s. So, oh, forget okay. about the heavy equipment. Yeah. DJ, how <laughs> do the snow speeders work without snow? Alana, you're you're extending this rigid exposing yourself. <laughs> they were never really meant to be snow speeders. They're just a they were always supposed to be something that they um repurposed from a civilian purpose. Um Follow me. Follow me, there's enemies behind us. At least that's what I recall. Um oh. is that why they have weird shit like tow cables? Yeah. Yeah. Enemies, the tow, enemies. The yeah. tow cables would be one kind of example of that non standard um equipment. And um, there are also, I think, sand speeders and a lot of other EU sort of property stuff. So um, we, we've seen snow speeders in a number of other capacities and settings as well. And they specifically say it's taking a while to adapt the T-47s to the cold or whatever it is. Um, yeah. The, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we call them snow speeders because we saw them in the snow. There's nothing. There's no yeah. reason they should be only in snow. Yeah, it sounds like adapting them to the snow is actually a difficult process. So. You guys, um, and also, wasn't there a Star Wars card that was sand speeder, which looked exactly like a snow speeder, but in sand? Yes, yes. exactly. The answer is yes. It's like they're also yeah. sand troopers. Okay, uh, so so what's her name? Tara. Tala. 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 I think. So, so <laughs> is that Indira Varma? Yeah. yeah. I, I okay. like that. I love that she does the classic Empire bluff of you wouldn't want the Grand Inquisitor to know you said no to me. Yeah. You? That's yep. trope. I know. I I was saying that the officer should report her anyway, just to cover his butt from both sides. Mm, Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I do think that the Empire at this point hasn't really been fighting anyone organized in a long time, so it kind of makes sense that Imperials are much more focused on their own, you know, well-being and advancement than they are on um, an actual outside threat. Yeah, I agree. It's just funny. It, it was so such an obvious trope that it made me wonder if they put it there intentionally. There, it sounds like they're fighting each other, guys. Yeah, they you're right. Get in there. They're fighting right there. Um, running up yeah. So here. Reva gets in, and she goes to the Imperial Computing Lab <laughs> for Imperial <laughs> officers. Not Reva. Indira. Indira. Yes. Tala. Tala. Um, and then we get. She, uh, she's, she's hot desking. She's like, "This is my station now." Yeah, <laughs> it's great. And she starts whispering to Obi Wan, like not very far away from another officer. She's like, "Hey Ben, what's up? 
Are you in yet? Yeah, I know. Are you in yet? <laughs> it would be rude to hey listen yo. in on conversation. Hold on, I crouch. So, um, meanwhile, Obi-Wan is swimming. Swim, swimming. Yep. Yes, this was the most ridiculous part. I had noted down, is this a reference? Yes. Almost certainly. Alana was waiting for a bigger fish to show up. And then yeah. a bigger fish. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, would, I was also expecting him when he pops in and douses that stormtrooper to actually, you know, wear the stormtrooper outfitted as a disguise. But apparently that's yeah. beneath him. Yeah, I did too. So I understand why people might complain about all the all the stuff in this episode, but it's such classic Star Wars. The classic stormtroopers, the classic events. Running away from stormtroopers down a hallway. Yeah. It was, uh, Obi-Wan uh, sneaking around a base. It was a return um, to form. Damn it. Alright, good try, good try. <laughs> yep. And then the, so this whole these whole scenes are interspersed with Reva mind read or interrogating Leia more too. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I appreciated that they remembered her being able to read people's minds. Yep. But she can't once. read Leia's because Leia is too great at the Force. And, yeah. and, and for some reason, Reva is like, wow, you're clearly blocking me at the Force. I'm going to make you an Inquisitor. Wow, you're really strong. She says you're really strong, but she can't figure out. She's not like, let's do a midichlorian count. Yeah, she's not like, time to indoctrinate you into evil. But we did appreciate that now Star Wars has Staring contests as official canon. <laughs> they exist. Um, I, I just wanted to quickly say uh, there was no way on God's green earth that Obi Wan could swim all the way to that platform. Why not? No. Well, he was he had his um little mouth breather from um, yeah from Phantom yeah. Menace. So yep. I'm not saying he can hold his breath that long. I'm just saying he's too old. He can't swim that far. I mean, the 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 base. There's nothing around it for miles. So they would have had to drop him off miles away and he'd have to swim that far. Well, as we know that Tala flew directly into the base, I feel like he could have jumped off like right as they were near it and then hidden underwater. That, that, I that's an interesting true. point, but it didn't really, I guess, it felt plausible to me that he could have made his way underwater to there. Matt, clearly he hid in another person's trench coat and then jumped <laughs> into the water. No, yep. I, I don't necessarily like mind being on coat. the ship and then they, she just flew <laughs> low enough to drop him. I didn't think of that. I'll buy it. Um, yeah. I also like. I also like the part where it had the shot of the com link with no one holding it, just sitting on the desk. Yeah, I, like, I saw that as well. Are you there? <laughs> We've had some problems. <laughs> yeah, that's the kind um, of fan service that I like. Yeah, yeah, that was that was good fan service. I also uh, liked that. So when Reva threatens the tiny droid and holds it up menacingly, so we know she's handled the droid, which I thought was a good mm-hmm. foreshadowing. Um, but then she says, uh, I had a droid. It was taken from me like everything else, which I think could be more kind of suggesting that she was a Jedi and that, you know, the Jedi are forced to relinquish everything. And she was angry about that and bitter. And that's how they converted her into a Inquisitor. Yeah, that's what that was all her argument with Leia was there. You think they're going to come for you, but they aren't. So yeah. give up. Just like That's what happened to me. Well, mm-hmm. except in this case, it's, there's no way. Nothing she said was like, I'm a Jedi. That's just based on what we saw in the past. Yeah. She, she just said, I used to have a droid and then it was taken from me. Like, obviously, everything would be taken from her when she became a Sith. Yep. Yeah, I don't right. know that that's what happened to her, but I thought it was a, another possibility. And I know um, we've talked about that before. Probably Jay. Yeah, more of her mysterious back backstory. Yep. yep. You took everything from me. I don't even know who you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Um, so the interior of the base, CJ, I could see where you were coming from when you said that this episode felt like it was channeling the video games a lot. Yeah. It felt like Dark Forces. It, yeah, it did to me. Um, I, I think I mentioned it to you, but I'll say it again. I want to decorate my house like this. This is like, <laughs> like an imperial base. It feels like home to me. <laughs> um, nice. I'm Chewy, we're home. Chewy, we're home. <laughs> it's got the A-shaped holes and the polished black floors. It's got those. Uh, this feels right. Consoles that open the doors when you shoot them, or close the doors when you shoot them. Yep, exactly. <laughs> it would be hard to program that, but. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, let's see. Speaking of all these hallways, Obi Wan's walking through them. Hiding from droids. Uh, the Empire seems to rely a lot on droids. Well, yeah, sure, they're guys, cheaper. What'd you guys think of the new droids? They look seem pretty vicious. They could have used those on the on the old Death Star. Yep, <laughs> I like the look of them. I mean, they're clearly probe droid inspired, but they're different enough that I wasn't like, oh, this is just a direct copy. Yeah, they looked like uh, a video game enemy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Definitely. Also, they might have been actually. Yeah. From Dark Forces? No, uh, from Fallen Order. If only we had someone who played Fallen Order on the podcast. <laughs> oh, that would have been useful. We could have provided so much more. Yeah, we could have. It sounds so informed. Yeah, yeah, guys, I'll get to it. <laughs> um, also, and... Alana had an observation where she was like, Obi-Wan Kenobi and sneaking around Ooh. hallways. Name a more iconic duo. Yeah, yeah sneaking around Imperial point. bases. And that was fine. I was um, fine with Obi-Wan that. Kenobi and making distracting noises. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I um, looked when those stormtroopers were like, this place is creepy. Can't wait until we get assigned somewhere else. Yeah, I watched it without subtitles when I first watched through and didn't hear that at all because it was so I quiet. Yeah, but the subtitles were funny when I watched it with those. Chill the keg, group up, boys. Plug for subtitles. <laughs> Whatever. One of us, Matt. Join us. Never. Oops. It bounced off you, man. It's not my fault. <laughs> um, oh, I'm, I'm at full shield. So the next note I have is Reva or Leia is like, okay, I'll tell you, I give you my word as long as you tell my father first. And Reva's like, nice try. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought hilarious. It, oh, I, I wanted to make a quick note that their comms keep giving them away. It have multiple times in this episode, like the person talking to the other person on the comms notifies people around them that they're a spy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, Leia turning those words back on her I thought was really good. But Reva's clearly having none of it. Clearly impatient. Which She's like, alright, let's get, let's get some torture going. <laughs> which seemed to me to reinforce the, oh, look, we're gonna be such good friends. You just need to help me. And, you know, it not being effective at all. Um, yeah, Ruva's not exactly good with children. Yes. <laughs> and speaking of children, the next we have is the next note I have is the Jedi morgue, including yeah, the, the Jedi and Amber, like Jurassic Park. Yeah, um, yeah, that so, was pretty oh, interesting. Um, yeah, it was a little bit hardcore. The kid in the morgue was a little bit much for this show. It's pretty. I'm, it's it was a it took a dark turn. I feel like if Jay were here, he would have recognized some of the Jedi in the tubes, but I recognize none of them. uh, I'm here. Um, (laughs) I did not recognize him, but knowing that these must have been people who were in other stuff, um, I looked it up, and apparently the one that we linger on in the first shot is Tara Sinube, who's in an 
episode of the Clone Wars. Um, he was like an older Jedi who helped Ahsoka out. Um, okay. And we all learned the importance of respecting the elderly. Hmm. Until they get preserved. That's in all you got. Um, and then, uh, interestingly, people didn't seem to recognize almost anyone else. Um, there were oh. some suggestions of who other people could have been, but no one seems to have been... Mm. It's the youngling that's the one that said, Master Skywalker, there's too many of them. What are we going to do? No, apparently he's one of the... Enemy directly ahead. The yeah. actor is one of the actors who was in... Um, Show them. Who was in the first scene of Obi-Wan. Remember when they... Yeah, what they, those younglings. Yes. Yeah. Um, Zach and I were like, how come they didn't have more recognizable Jedi like the woman who gets killed in Revenge of the Sith? Yeah. Uh, Kiati Mundi. Yep. Well, we we know that they use these bodies. I, one of the notes I have is that in um, Star Wars Rebels, we see them use the body of um, Luminara and Dooley to uh, get to lure the rebels to them. Yeah. Um, oh, creepy. Yeah. It, I mean, it was really creepy. It was actually one of my favorite scenes in Rebels. Um, yeah, sicko. I, I thought it was just a really good because up until that point it had been kind of like, hey, we're all having fun being rebels, and this yeah, it's one was a children, like, Whoa. it's a children's cartoon. <laughs> yeah, there's one more. All the Star Wars ones start out like that, and then they get super dark. Yep, yep, that's for sure. Um, and speaking of which, then we see the Padawan, and I was like, why is he wearing his helmet? Like, <laughs> did they interrogate him still in his helmet? Is having the helmet part of you know? Padawan identity. Yes. That didn't how seem how else is the dumb audience supposed to know that he's a Padawan unless he just has that? just yeah, like the point. ponytail? <laughs> who? Oh, the po- yeah, the Anakin ponytail. Yeah. Great point, Alana. <laughs> and we are too dumb. <laughs> well, <laughs> because... like we, no, 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 we can't see the back of his head. Because <laughs> um, that actually so reminds me dumb. of something else that fun. happens in a moment, which is. Um, that Reva, um, yeah. Reva gets, or Obi-Wan says something like, I need a distraction. And then, um, what's her name? Apparently, like, tells someone that she needs to see Reva immediately. And that person comes and get her. Yeah. And um, Emily thought that it was actually her walking in because they look kind of similar. Hmm. So we clearly do need the helmet to know he's a Padawan because otherwise, we'll have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, and oh, I ha- I had another note as well. So the um the room where Leia is getting interrogated in apparently it's actually a direct reference to that same room in um Fallen Order. Well, yeah, I'm wondering about that. I just thought it was like the room that Kylo Ren. You know, was interrogating Ray. Interrogating yeah. Ray, yeah. Um, yeah, I th- and I th- also clearly references the um, Cloud City um, interrogation chamber where Han gets interrogated. <laughs> yeah. Which I was uh, expecting that to happen. Yeah. Well, I was really hoping they wouldn't torture a ten-year-old, and they didn't. Huzzah! Yeah. They were thinking about it. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> they were gonna pretty, do it. Pretty damn close. Yeah. Um. I- Oof, that was one heck of a battle. I've had enough with torturing 10-year-olds when I watch Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah. And Yay! So we gotta get out of here. I, I wanted to say quickly, having all these like references to other 
Star Wars things that are going on in the canon, it feels like a pretty cool thing. Like, if this had been happening when we were kids, we would have absolutely eaten it up. Um, and, you know, we're not playing all the video games anymore and stuff, but it still seems cool to me that they're doing it. Um, yeah, I think of it as rewarding an informed audience. Exactly. Uh, one yeah. of my friends actually specifically said that they started playing Fallen Order again, um, and their quote is, knowing it's canon piqued my interest to re-engage. So, nice. yeah. Good. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, no, anyway. That's all good. I thought that was kind of cool. I don't have a problem with Easter egg stuff that doesn't affect the, the, the plot or anything. Guys, get in the car. ZJ, thank you. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I thought the torture scene, they were, it was pretty bad acting on both sides. To be, to be completely honest. Is the one side the 10-year-old? Yes. <laughs> well, yes. there's not actually there's not actually a torture scene. Well, the inter the enhanced interrogation scene. What else would you call it? Yeah, uh, just enhanced normal interrogation. interrogation. <laughs> I feel like no, enhanced. The other one was a normal interrogation. So wait, wait. Right. Indira Varma claims to be a double agent, and she almost gets away with it too. Except she's not good at lying. Yeah. <laughs> so I have here. Yeah, um, Zach, oh my god, learn to drive. Shut up, Alana. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I Zach, you're doing great, bud. Noted down here that, yeah, giving Reva the ability to read minds seems like a really poor narrative choice. Because you keep running into scenes where she could use it to solve whatever dilemma she currently has, and right. we, uh -huh. as the an audience, don't get any explanation of why she's not using it. But, yep. it's, okay. your brother. Wait, no, 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 stop. But so, it's, it's not their fault because it's already established that the Jedi could do that. Yeah, exactly. If if she didn't, and we all said this, and we all said this in a previous episode. How come Jedi can sometimes sense people's emotions and sometimes they can't? So yep. she, in this yeah. case, she can. I, I feel like a you know it doesn't work that way kind of moment would have been good. Um, you know, something where they're they're like, oh, actually, you know, we can't just I can't just read minds. I <laughs> You know, insert whatever more limited. Well, it's usually I can I can sense feelings, right? That's how yeah. it used to be. Yeah, or in this scene, I thought that they even sort of gave us a semi explanation, but they didn't actually commit to it, as far as I could tell. <laughs> which is, she's like, "Oh, um, I know you're a liar, but I don't know if you're lying for me or against me." Right. And <laughs> I thought that that was kind of like a Thanks okay. A you know, like is that how her power works? Is that why we don't get more? scenes of her just instantly telling what people are doing. But no, that's not true because we see her literally get Obi-Wan's location from um what's his name's wound. Yeah. Pulling it out of somebody's brain. Yeah. I need to execute ammo, excuse me. We're all low on ammo here. Okay, so then how about that reveal when Obi-Wan goes to save her? Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> what reveal? Uh, in the dark, when the stormtroopers are standing there in the dark, and then the blue lightsaber flashes and kills one. Yeah. Yeah, and then... And then the blue lightsaber flashes and kills the other one. <laughs> and then the other stormtrooper's like, don't move, you can't escape. I'll get you. <laughs> I didn't like the part where Indira Varma barehand fights two stormtroopers and wins. <laughs> yeah. She just, like, slaps she the just guy slaps one in the head and he goes down. Yeah, like, oh, that was yeah. pretty funny. He doesn't actually go down. He just kind of reels, but it's still, like... Either way, it's absurd. Matt, it's yeah. like Taken. Slaps only. <laughs> yeah. Slaps so. only challenge. 
Yeah. Um, okay, so then the next bit is we just have a lot of really good Obi-Wan fighting everybody. Incoming car. A lot of really good fights. Yep. Yeah. A, a, a classic hallway fight. So yeah, it's nice to finally see him use the lightsaber again. On the beach. So yeah. he doesn't use it, you know, after this. Even what do you mean? Could. Like he doesn't use it against the the stormtroopers. And I really liked watching him um, deflecting back blaster bolts again. That in particular was cool to see. I think he's done it before, but he seemed a lot yeah, more confident now. Yeah, yeah, deflecting blaster bolts, taking on everybody until they get to the scene underwater. And I, I quite liked how he blocked the blaster bolt and then it it cracked the glass. Yep. yep. You'd think they'd invest in either better glass or less powerful blasters. Yeah, it seems like an occupational hazard. <laughs> yeah, good point. But I guess that they also don't pay to have um, railings on their bottomless pits. So <laughs> That's yeah, true. That we'll like that. So guys, him holding back all that water, he's definitely getting more powerful. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And absolutely. before that, when he's um, fighting stormtroopers, um, he does the spinny flourish with his lightsaber again that he used yes. to do all the time in uh, Revenge of the Sith. Does he do the pose where he ha- points his finger forward and holds the lightsaber back? No, we haven't that. gotten there yet. Okay. Although, I thought I saw that in an earlier episode, but... No way! This is like the first time he's actually used the lightsaber in anger. Or, for lack of a better word. I thought he tried it when he was fighting Vader, but maybe not. He activates it and then just kind of runs away. Okay. That's how I, I remember it as well. I think. But... I think. Um, yeah. Alright, yeah. Yeah, and the stormtroopers are like, yeah, let me out that broken glass spot. That seems like a good spot to be. Then it shows their bodies floating. Yeah. Come on, Star Wars. (laughs) I thought that was good. I liked that touch. (laughs) Especially since there didn't seem to be any water on their side of the door. Uh, Yeah, I guess so. Though it Uh, is funny that Obi-Wan goes through the door a second behind the water, and none of them are even wet. Yeah. Yeah. I thought yeah. I detected a hint of water, but it might just been the well polished floor. It was his, a bit absurd. I would have liked to see like I don't know seaweed around him or something. <laughs> a little piece of seaweed on him. That's if yeah. that was if it was like a cartoon. You'd be like, that was a close one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, then we get to another ridiculous part, and she's Probably. like, "Here, wear this." <laughs> and Obi Wan puts on the jacket and a hat, <laughs> and then just walks out the front door. I feel like he couldn't even sneak into an R-rated film with that costume. <laughs> that, I mean, so it's not egregious because it is it is kind of like, you know, just act confident and you'll be fine. But yeah, there's a little the bit same of that. Time, there, but at the same time, the entire base is on alert and has been on alert for a really long time. And they know exactly who he is. They all should know exactly what he looks like. Why didn't they just I... fit Leia into like a barrel or like a droid? Why didn't so, they just do the classic, like, here's a distraction, blow something up on the other side of the building, and then go get, you know, run. So yeah. I, I agree. I thought it was absurd. But then we get the scene where he literally walks right past the fifth brother, or whatever his mm-hmm. name is, um, literally right past him. And fifth brother is eyes forward, fuming about Reva's failure. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that actually lampshaded it for me. Um where we went from, oh, here's, you know, this absurd costume that no one's going to buy and everyone's just ignoring it to, oh, all the Imperials are just totally consumed with their own well-being and their own petty, you know, desires here, their own petty fears. And none of them actually care about finding him. Um, oh, 
Well, Jay, you really are channeling your inner Jay. I, I am. And, but <laughs> you this really part, are. This part, I actually did um, did like that. I, I thought that it worked for me because they it went from being, oh, why on earth aren't they noticing this, to being, oh, the Imperials are like preoccupied with whatever they're working on, with whatever they're trying to do. And they're not actually, you know, focusing mm-hmm. at all on what Obi-Wan is doing. And also, I, I doubt that the Stormtroopers have actually been briefed on who they're looking for or what's happening. See, Why? Yeah, I, I knew Why? You were, okay, stop. I knew you guys were going to say that. But this is like the home of the Jedi Hunters. This is the one place where they would be briefed on that. But why? Like, yes. So the alarm goes off. Everyone's running around. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like they're like, oh, Reva says that Obi-Wan was on this floor or something. It's just like, isn't there's there an alarm part, going off. Isn't there what, a part where, they, where she literally says he will come for her? But who does she say it to? She doesn't say it over like a loudspeaker to the entire facility. Okay, well, I was expecting when Leia said he's going to come for me, that Reva was going to say, I'm counting on it. Because that's like the yeah. classic bad guy. <laughs> Yeah, that, would that would that work for her argument of um he's not coming yeah he's no, dead I, yes i'm aware but also of that. yeah he's gonna show up <laughs> no yeah i mean i'm aware of that but she knows like reva may lie to leia but she knows that obi-wan's not dead yes true right right, right. And I'm sorry, GJ, I can't, I can't follow you. I can't follow you with this. <laughs> I, they, were all, I, they were all just not caring. You're going down just, a path I can't follow. I mean, there, it's just you're basically just saying, and which is fine, but you're basically just saying they're incompetent. They're <laughs> yeah, and then they, and then that, that's why. Well, yeah, they, they are. They, they're incompetent and stupid because they care more about saving their own skin than about actually, you know, succeeding okay. at finding. Um, yeah. I thought they would all be highly motivated to do it because then they could get promotions if they find Obi-Wan, who they know is coming. But yeah. Okay. But well, we see Fifth Brother, and he's not saying, oh no, Obi-Wan's escaping. He's saying, ah, Rev is going to pay for this. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of know his mind there. And we, we've seen him before be oddly fixated on, you know, Reva not, mm-hmm. you know, getting her comeuppance. I, I, anyway, it, it did work for me, but I totally understand why that's pretty ridiculous because. Yeah. Up until they had that like moment, I was like, "This is absurd." And then when I saw that, I'm like, "This is absurd." But now there's sort of the only thing I the only thing I can think to defend is that it's a TV show for children. That's like, <laughs> that would be the only reason I could explain it. Is it's like you know, TV yay, show we're sneaking around. Yeah, children getting tortured. You know, for kids. <laughs> yeah, for kids. Hey, kids. And, and the corpse of a child in a morgue. Yep. Yes. Well, that way kids identify more with the character. Who's yeah, that, kid, that kid's me. Who's your favorite corpse? That's the one who's the kid. <laughs> yeah. Am I driving this time? Yes, please. So the um, so it was silly, but Star Wars is silly, so we gotta let it go. But then, again, we have this. So the part with the snow speeders or whatever they are, I was of two minds. So on the one hand, snow speeders, yay, which is great. But Yay. on the other hand, the snow speeders effect didn't look that good no especially, i totally agree yes especially the part where the guy one dude is like hovering and pointing his guns at reva and she's mm-hmm. holding him back is the idea that she's holding him back with the forest oh no sorry she's not holding him there he's just shooting at her but it, he's like first of all way too close to her uh so that doesn't and then also just the effect looked green screened it didn't look that good no it looked yeah. it looked it honestly looked terrible it did 
Uh, and it didn't make sense, like, kind of, I guess, physics-wise is a little bit hard to say. Like, you know, it's Star Wars, so who knows? But it, it was just, it was actually just kind of unnecessary. It didn't even, it wasn't dramatic or exciting. It was just actually, it would have been much cooler if they were, he was just, like, flying back and forth, and she was, like, blocking bolts. Uh, I, I hate cool to say stuff. it, but I feel like it was probably easier to storyboard and animate. The way it was? Animate, yeah. maybe. Storyboard, you're just drawing something on a on a whatever. But you have to do a lot more shots to establish that they're like doing strafing runs. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I guess that's true. But yeah, I, I totally agree. Right in front, I feel enemy like, right in front. Um, another thing we saw in um, uh, Empire Strikes Back is that the... Uh, and you can argue that this is because of kind of the situation they were in, but the uh, snowspeeders were always looked like airplanes. They like flew mm-hmm. like airplanes. Um, yeah. And so it felt really weird to suddenly see them be um, <laughs> you know, not airplanes, stuff. but uh, yeah, just hovercraft. It suddenly stopped. There, I mean, there's nothing, we have never seen them do anything like that before. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I totally agree. That felt weird and this was a little off. No. I was just happy to see him. <laughs> I was too. Um, and I, I'm glad, like I said earlier, that we got Chekhov's uh, snow speeders because we heard about them before and knew that they were... You Some know, people it felt, knew they were coming. It, it felt like a reward for someone who knows what a T-47 is. It was... <laughs> it was yeah, definitely. It was kind of classic Disney Star Wars where it started with something cool and then they didn't quite finish in a way that they didn't liked. quite do it correctly. Yeah. yeah, but like we've seen with a lot of the Disney Star Wars is that something that sounds like it'd be awesome on paper, you know, like, oh, the, the snowspeeders show up and save the day, and but in practice is, um, you know, kind of doesn't work in yeah. practice. Well, the, well, the, the thing the is... The Mandalorian's Naboo Starfighter, except where are they supposed to live? There's no bathroom. Yeah, I really... Think a Naboo Starfighter was going to be good on paper? What? A bird may love a yeah, fish senor, like, but where would they live? No, they were like, oh yeah, you know, people love Naboo Starfighters. Matt, get over here. Um, so, you know, Mando should have one, but, you know, <laughs> his ship is something that needs to be big enough to have bounties and, like, a kitchen. Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> I don't know if he needs a kitchen. He probably just eats, um, those fish sticks that Luke had. All right, let's let's stay focused here. <laughs> so the thing is, okay, so the snow speeders, the attack was okay. That was one thing, but then the escape really made me like WTF because you saw Tie Fighters when they came in earlier. Yeah, I totally felt that same. Yes, way. yes. They had they had plenty of time. I, they had plenty of time to activate it up on the up on the hill. Oh, <laughs> good job, good job. Um. Yes, there, there is, there is no excuse, in my opinion, for not for Tie Fighters not pursuing. immediately shooting down the, not pursuing, not immediately shooting down the, the. I mean, no, man, yeah. they let them go. It's like it's like in a New Hope, where like, oh, they but let how did, go. Re, how did Reva Herber. let them go? She's like in deep shit with Vader. She's not getting yeah, orders. <laughs> no one's gonna. And also, right, exactly. And also, there's no ulterior. They want. The, do they want the location of the path? Is the idea. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they'd much rather have Obi-Wan Kenobi in the hand than the location so, of the path and the I was also saying to Zach, like how so they put the tracker on Leia, right? It's no. in Lola. It's, yes. yes. So where are they gonna go first? The path or Alderon to return Leia? 
Yeah, that's what I was wondering too. Well, they're I know all still on the path. Yeah, they're on right? the path because Obi Wan is with them. Yeah, no, they're just in space. No, they're yeah. not. Well, they, that's true. They're in a ship. I guess that's yeah. true. I forgot they go to a ship at the end. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, no, I totally agree, Alana. That seems like it would be a much better choice. Yeah. Um, so I do think with the in terms of the Tie Fighters launching, my first reaction too was like, oh, the Tie Fighters are just going to chase them. On rewatching it, um, like they. they I think that what they were going for, and I don't know if this is right or not, is that it was like really cloudy and difficult to follow. <laughs> and that, no, I mean, honestly, like they fly into clouds. Like, what are the Tie Fighters going to do? Like, all just scramble? And I, I think it would have been a good touch if the Tie Fighters had like scrambled and been like, "We can't find them in this soup or something." I don't know. Yes, if they had just spoken to it. Like, if there's a part where Adira Varma like hits a button and all the Tie Fighters like get locked or something yep. like that. Yeah, totally agree. She, she takes all the keys that are hanging on the wall and just throw them in the garbage. So or the we see the T-47s, you know, like like shoot Blow a bunch of TIE fighters. Yeah. Like, oh, so, wouldn't that have been amazing? The, there are like five or six different very deeply plausible options that would have satisfied me there, and it was a little frustrating that they didn't do any of them. They just didn't say any of them, and, it, you know, you can make up any number of reasons. They blew them up, you know, if, if Jay was here, he would say they blew them up before they got there. They just, you know, Adira Varma disabled it, but they don't show it. And yeah. it's like, please just show it, and then we don't have to have this discussion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Alan and I were wondering when, when um, Reva said, I put a tracker on. At first, we thought she was lying. Yeah. Because she said she put a tracker on Leia, but then it was a pretty good explanation. Well, at first, she's like, I put a tracker on the ship. And I thought that meant she literally like tossed a tracker into the snow speeder as it was there. And I was like, there's no fucking way that <laughs> she did that. She didn't have time. I'm not going to like talk about her accuracy of her force throws. Like that's ridiculous. And then I was like, Oh wait, maybe she put something in Lola. And I was like, okay, fine. I get it. Fine. Yeah. You win yeah. this where's, one, Reva. Where's the dead mon? Um, they got me. Oh, and, um, uh, we get, uh, Oh, the other thing I thought when I saw the T-47 fly away is I'm like, these are short-range ships. Where on earth yeah. are they going? But then that immediately got answered because they flew to the mothership. Yeah. Right. So something's got covered. And yeah. then the last note I have is moment of silence for Wade. We hardly <laughs> knew him. Yeah. yeah. For sure. We didn't know him at all. <laughs> uh, but also, um, we get another scene with Vader, and this is like the most angry I've ever seen Vader. Um, wow, he like walks in and he's like you lost them you <laughs> failed um, and I thought it was really fun and I enjoyed that and uh, he seems totally satisfied with her oh I let him go if I so, were him I'd still be mad about it I'd be like yeah. don't do that just yeah. don't like, care be like we don't care about the paths smuggling force sensitive people when we could have Obi-Wan Kenobi right yeah so, so a couple things here. First, I choose to believe now that Darth Vader got the idea to put the tracker on the Millennium Falcon from Reva. He's like, mm, that's a good idea. <laughs> oh, that's a really it. great idea. He's wow. trying that sometime. I think this person's like a Fortnite. Uh, they're on a low account. They're on a scrub account. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Also, I don't know. I, I almost Reva... killed him with the sword. I also don't think Reva actually planned to track them. She just kind of had to improvise after she screwed up. Yeah, I times. agree. That that was the plan B. Yeah. It, it it defies it a little bit defies belief that she well, I guess it it defies belief in kind of a new hope too that she would plan on like she actually thought I guess she was planning on Obi-Wan coming and rescuing herself. I guess it's a buyback plan. Never mind. I withdraw my objection. The Jedi hunt themselves. And yep. I think we should watch A New Hope again and just like 
nitpick it the whole time. Yeah, that's, that'd be good. <laughs> that's easy to do. Why did yeah. Star jump out so far away from Yavin? Well, Why are they have to fly down the entire face. trench? Why can't they just fly in like the Millennium Falcon does later? That's right. Um, yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, and you'd never trust a droid. Because the droid always has a tracking device. Uh, and, and the last it gets thing, the evil music cue in case you miss it. You would think, I guess they're get, these guys aren't professional rebels, because I guess not even professional rebels track check, so never mind. The last thing I had was that there's all a sig- pretty significant amount of time spent them being sad over the one speeder pilot who died. Yeah, moment of silence for Wade. And uh, Tala is like, I guess you're soldiers now after all, which seemed really callous. Hmm. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think it was meant that way. But it, I could see it coming off. I, I think it's more like regretful. To remind her of the, you know, why they're doing what they're doing. Mm. Yeah. Something. Yeah. I don't um, know. That, that actress is relatively well known. Who was the other pilot? The one that lived. Uh, is her name like Sully or something? It, her name is Maya Erskine. Or the, the actress's name. Oh, no. The, it's I don't, just know, like, I don't care about I don't that. Know I, know, I want to know her Star Wars name. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> At least she has a name. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Um, all, right, all right, are we ready to move on? Or is well, DJ, did you have something? So, what so do we do with the, the episode as a whole? Go ahead, Zach. With the droid getting um, the tracking device stuck in it, I feel like in droid media, maybe humans are constantly getting tracking devices stuck in their fleshy orifices. <laughs> I put a tracking device on your human. <laughs> yeah, he with his expandable, contractible organs, he would never notice it. Yeah. Anyway. That's funny. Uh, so, what do we think of the episode as a whole? I thought, I thought it, was it was better. Fine. I thought it was better than three. Oh, yeah, yeah. I totally agree. It was better than three. I actually thought it was pretty fun. Um, I thought it was a classic infiltrate the facility kind of Star Wars moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> classic rescue mission. Yeah, nothing wrong yeah. with that. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. And proud Bad Batch tradition. Yeah. Maybe yeah, that's why like I liked it. Bad, it felt like bad a Bad Batch. batch. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, good lightsaber fights, some fun stuff with Riva, some fun stuff with Leia, and snow speeders. Yeah. 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 What are you guys yeah, shooting snow, at me? I did, I did like the snow speeders. Yeah, the snow speeders were until, cool. Until I didn't, but they did the best they could. Yeah. No. Uh, it was a nice attempt, even <laughs> if it didn't work. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It was so close. Oh, also the one. Oh, the, sorry. I had one other thing about the snow speeders that I wanted to say, which was so. This was an awkward cut, and I actually I I don't go back and rewatch the episodes, but I did go back and watch this because I wanted because I was like, what just happened? So, um, the one snow speeder lands, and she opens her thing, and she's like, get in to the three <laughs> of them. Yeah, no, right? I was and, like, then, I and then it cuts away. Like... I want to see them like climbing into that, <laughs> cramming them themselves. <laughs> that would have been good. <laughs> it's like how? They, how could they possibly fit in there? But uh, I feel like up. when the need arises, you know, you fit. <laughs> I, I also liked right. it showed the front of the snow speeder, and all we need to do is move the camera a little bit. We could have seen them all crammed in there. <laughs> oh, I, I bet that uh, they don't pay uh, you and McGregor enough to do that shot. <laughs> Just shows his bite out the window. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was it shows him like cheek to cheek with the Nara of Armand. Scoot over. <laughs> who's sitting I'm in whose lap? I'm a little squished. At least you don't have to share. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of not paying Ewan enough, I was like, if this show was on HBO, he would have banged in Dear of Armor by now. 
by now i don't know yeah she comes over and she's like you're hurt which she says a million times yeah and then he's like and yeah he's like i'll I'll show you he's like you've been alone so long (laughs) obi-wan i didn't pick up on that at all but you know i'm sure you guys know best (laughs) um what i did notice is that when she was dressed as an imperial officer she reminded me of the um our first catch of the day guy john dex captain lennox yep what Captain, Captain, did you know his Lennox. first name? Do you know his first name, Matt? No, I don't. It's Andrew. Samuel with an X. <laughs> it, is, it is not. It is. <laughs> okay. What are you talking about? Uh, do you remember Captain the guy Lennox. in Empire Strikes Back who says, "Our first catch of the day"? Excellent. No. Our first catch of the day. That's how is he like the probe droid guy? Uh, no, he's uh, one of the no. guys in the blockade, um, and he's talking the about. Yeah, he's captain yeah. of a star destroyer. The one who star destroyer gets ion cannoned, right? Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. He, I mean, that's the only thing he does is he says that line. So if yeah, you don't know that, that <laughs> I think we're kind of out of luck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You guys ready to move on to questions of the day? Yep. Uh, I'm ready. So it's all coming together on Obi Wan. Uh, so question number one: We may have already done it. I don't care. I uh, what is your favorite ice cream flavor? Banana. Mm. Enemy right in front. No way on. Yeah, 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 wait. Zach, do you remember what gelato I got? You didn't yeah, it was not uh banana. Keep going, keep it going. Was, run, run, run. It was. Run. It was banana it, and something else. Gonna blow. So? Oh, man, you got me killed. <laughs> no, I didn't. You got yourself killed. Guys, come back <laughs> and fight. We need to rescue Zach. Rescue oh shit, and me. Bad batch. Bad batch. Okay, my yeah, favorite. It's rescue, but, oh god, it's on fire. My favorite is cookie dough. First of all, Zach, your my favorite bad was, batch character. It was banana and coffee and cookies. Oh shit, we're getting attacked from the side. Yeah, so any one of those could have been your favorite. So wh- what is your problem though? Banana is one of them. I just don't remember you being like, oh yeah, time for ice cream. I'm gonna get me some banana ice cream. That's she's, my favorite ice cream. I'm Alana. She's matured. <laughs> wow, I don't know. Is that how you talk every day? Time to go to work. This is my favorite job. <laughs> gonna get in my sister's car and go to work. Hey, stop sharing personal details. <laughs> all right. Uh, mine, I it, it's also probably chocolate chip cookie dough, but because I won't don't want to be the same as Zach, I will say cookies and cream, which is my new favorite. That's and a great choice too. Yeah. And CJ. Um, I feel like it's uh, butter pecan. Mm. Mm. I really like that. A very southern pick. Is it? Yeah, they love pecans yeah. down there. It's like in every New England creamery. Well, yeah, but they, they, yeah, but they, you know, they also they really like it down there. Southern would be like shrimp and grits or something. <laughs> shrimp and grits, ice cream, ice cream, yeah. <laughs> biscuits and gravy. <laughs> it would actually be like banana pudding. Yeah, probably. All right, well done, everybody. What's our next question, Matt? All right, question number two. What is your favorite thing about summer? Uh, I think we have had that question before. Probably just that there's a lot more daylight. It's I like say the warmer weather, but not too warm. Like in, yeah, like in the evenings and the mornings, they will remember. More like the lukewarm answer. Hey. Hey. Um, guys, do you want me to be honest or to be polite? Polite. Uh, honest. <laughs> ZJ. Um, polite but honest. 
Uh, I will also, in that case, say the longer days. Um, uh, I would say the, the smell of summer. I really like it. It's like you wake up in the morning and it just feels like summer because of the smell. Something about how um, humid it is maybe here. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, the summer definitely has a particular feel, which some people like. Matt, did you have one already? I, yeah, I just said the uh, weather. Being able to be outside more. You know, sit around outside, read outside, eat outside. It's more outside stuff. As a dad, I'm contractually obligated to want to do stuff outside. <laughs> and a white person. Yep. All right. And our final question. Question number three is, who is your favorite movie director? We have three favorites. Ugh. Wait, three favorites? No, no, no. We have three questions that are all your favorite something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and I guess, and it's up to you guys whether you want to do, like, in terms of actual directing or in terms of, like, their movie repertoire. Yeah. I, I feel like there are a lot of um, directors who have, like, uh, what's it called? Disqualified themselves by some of their movie choices. Disqualified themselves? Yeah, like, directors who have directed really bad film. Yeah. Um, I can see that. So there are definitely some directors that I like and would watch. Oh, I'm going to say Edgar Wright. Ooh. Because I watch movies just because he made it, which is not something I normally do. But if you're going to say in terms of their film catalog, I would say Steven Spielberg. Hold on, I'm already carrying flies. I like flies. Wait, what was the question? Favorite (laughs) director. Of films. Bo Burnham. Ugh. Okay. He is the director. (laughs) 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 All right, Matt, ZJ? Um, Yeah, I think in terms of catalog, I was also going to say Spielberg. Thanks, Zach. I guess Um, just to mix it up slightly, I'll build off my favorite movie um, choice and say Paul Verhoeven. Oh, (laughs) yeah. I just find his films entertaining, you know? Definitely. I want to see Black Book. Is that his new one? No, but it's one by him. That's less known. All right. Where are all the guns? I know. I kind of like Clint Eastwood too, to be honest. Yeah, did you, have you seen the mule? <laughs> no. I was about to ask that. Because <laughs> I heard it's it terrible. Was it good? <laughs> no. Okay. He has like three threesomes in it. Oh, yeah. I heard about that. Now I definitely want to watch it. Yeah, John Mulaney <laughs> has a bit about it. Oh, John Mulaney. Yeah, yeah. John Mulaney. Yeah, people dis- like maybe people disqualified themselves. <laughs> and okay, I, th- I guess that's everybody. Guess we yeah. got everybody. All right, DJ, you want to do the sign off? Uh, our host. Sure. The host with the most. Uh, thank you for listening to another edition of the Tuesday Night Gaming Podcast. You can catch us each week at twitch.com/slash McSlanty. Or uh, wherever you get your podcast. And? And tune in next week for uh, Obi-Wan Episode 5. Group up with us next time. That's Bye. Right. Bye. <laughs>